Section 19 of Dot and Tot in Maryland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Dot and Tot of Maryland by L. Frank Baum. Section 19 The Valley of Pussycats. Tot wasn't a bit frightened when a gentle-looking pussy of uncertain age came up to him and said, I am Cousin Tabby, and as you are to be my guest, please follow me to number 16. The boy laughed at the idea of entering a cat's house, but he walked after the softly moving pussy who, when she reached number 16, sprang upon the shelf and said, Climb in, please. This was hard work, for the shelf was nearly as high as his chin, but Tot had already learned to climb the trees at home, so he managed in some way to pull himself up, with the result that he lost his balance and fell head foremost inside the house. To his surprise, he alighted on a soft cushion, and then he scrambled quickly to his feet and looked around him. The room was dimly lighted by the square doorway, but after his eyes got accustomed to the twilight, he saw that upon the floor was a soft carpet, while big cushions lay around in every direction. At the side of the room was a long, low table, not higher than Tot's knee, and standing in a row upon this table were four white bowls. There was a cupboard in one corner, a big fireplace at the end of the room, and in a second corner two little grey kittens lay asleep upon a cushion. While the boy looked at these things, there sprang through the doorway another grey kitten, older and larger than the others, and Mrs. Tabby said politely, This is my niece, Miss Flitter, who lives with me, and these two little ones, who were too young to go and welcome the Queen, belong to Mrs. Mewling. She has such a large family that I have adopted these children, for my house is much too large for myself and Flitter. Oh, returned Tot, who was rather bewildered. Then, as Cousin Tabby seemed to expect some further reply, he added, All right. Now, if you'll please make yourself comfortable, continued the pussy in a soft, purring voice, I will get our dinner ready. She took a white apron from the peg near the fireplace and tied it around her waist. Then she placed another bowl on the table for Tot, and busied herself about the work, while the boy lay on the soft carpet and stroked the silk-like fur of the two grey kittens. While Tot was being thus entertained, Dot was led by Uncle Palladius to number nine, where he lived. Uncle Palladius was a great black pussy, and was one of those who wore spectacles, giving him a comical appearance. Dot had harder work than Tot to climb through the square doorway of the house, but she succeeded after a struggle, and was pleased with the cosy appearance of the room. Uncle Palladius was the head of a large family, and as strangers were rare in the valley, they all gathered around the girl and looked at her curiously while well, one pure white kitten came softly up and rubbed its back against Dot's leg. She stooped down, and picking up the pretty kitten, snuggled it close in her arms, and gently caressed it. Then she sat down upon a cushion, while the other kittens gathered around her, or stretched themselves lazily upon the carpet nearby. All this delighted the girl, for she was especially fond of pussycats, although her invalid mother did not like them, and had always declared she would not have a cat in the house. So the child had often longed in vain for a pet of this kind, 
and was now very happy to be able to play with so many she leaned down and pressed her cheek against the white kitten while she whispered you sweet little darling i've got a new ribbon said the kitten proudly so i see replied dot who had noticed this then she asked how old are you dear it's pink said the white kitty what is pink inquired the child my ribbon oh yes but tell me she added is uncle palladius your father or your grandfather it's got a bow knot on it purred the kitten softly with half-closed eyes what has a bow knot on it asked dot my ribbon yes dear but we'll talk of something else said the girl are all these other kitties your sisters and brothers mamma gave it to me sang the white kitten contentedly gave you what dear my ribbon don't mind her said another of the pussies in a rather contemptuous voice it's her first ribbon and she's so vain she can think of nothing else put her down and take one of us we can talk to you in a sensible way well let us talk then said the child but she still held the vain kitten cuddled in her arms it was so soft and pretty she thought tell me about uncle palladius he is our grandfather said the one that had white fur with big black spots scattered over it and which moreover presented a curious appearance because one eye was surrounded by a black spot and the other by pure white fur uncle palladius is very old and wise and is uncle to half the pussies in our valley our mother who is named snowball lives with him as he has at present no family of his own here is mother now cried another kitten and dot looked up and saw a pussy entering the room that was by far the most beautiful she had ever seen snowball was large and very graceful and her fur was the purest white without a black mark anywhere she sat down near dot and asked have my children been bothering you oh no declared dot they are the loveliest pussies in the world snowball smiled in a gratified way i think myself she said that no house has a prettier or lazier lot of kittens than number nine we can outsleep any other family i know of and when it comes to our midnight concerts uncle palladius's voice is so strong it can be heard above all the rest what are these midnight concerts like asked the girl oh they are wonderfully entertaining answered snowball and i wish you could hear one of them perhaps you have noticed the railings around the roofs of our houses well in the middle of the night we all sit upon these railings and have a grand concert there are no people to throw stones or bootjacks at us so we enjoy ourselves immensely the house that can produce the loudest chorus with the most varied sound is considered the most aristocratic in the valley and i am proud to say that uncle palladius and i have the reputation of fully holding our own yes yes spoke up uncle palladius in a deep bass voice i flatter myself i can be heard throughout the whole valley but the kittens cannot jump to the roofs of the houses can they asked dot no indeed replied snowball only those who are old enough and strong enough to jump to the roofs are considered worthy to take part in the concerts but the little ones have the pleasure of lying inside before the fire and listening to us do you have fires inquired the child yes 
We consider nothing more cosy and comfortable than lying before a glowing great fire. When the evenings are chilly, there is a fire in every house, and we pussies lie before it upon our cushions and enjoy its warmth. Usually we sleep all day long, and most of the night, except during the concert, which lasts from midnight until dawn. You must enjoy yourselves very much, said Dot earnestly. Oh, we do indeed, replied the white pussy cat. But I see that dinner is now ready, so please come to the table. The girl walked toward the low table with some curiosity to know how these pussies ate, and what they had for food. She found a row of white bowls sitting upon a white cloth, and each bowl was filled with fresh milk. At the ends of the table were plates of light bread with deep brown crusts. The kittens all brought cushions to the sides of the table, and sat upon them, their heads being then just high enough to reach the bowls. Dot was placed at one end of the table, with Snowball at her right hand, and Uncle Palladius sat at the other end. "'Where do you get such nice milk?' asked the girl. "'We have several springs in the valley,' answered Snowball, "'where it bubbles up constantly.' "'And where do you get the bread?' Dot next inquired. "'That grows upon the tall trees you see scattered about. "'We climb the bread-trees every day and gather fresh loaves.' "'Don't you catch mice?' asked Dot. "'Mercy, no!' replied Snowball in a horrified voice. "'Do you suppose mice would be foolish enough to come into a valley of pussycats?' "'No, I suppose not,' replied the girl. "'But I always thought pussies liked mice.' "'I have never seen the horrid animals,' returned the white cat. "'But there is a tradition in the valley that some of our forefathers found mice here at one time "'and quickly destroyed them. "'They may have eaten them, for all I know.' No one can be certain what his forefathers did, but none of us now living here has ever eaten anything but bread and milk. Of that I am positive. It's such nice bread and milk, said Dot, that I should think you would prefer it to anything else. We do, for there is nothing else to prefer, was the answer. After dinner, the kittens washed their faces carefully, and then all of them, accompanied by Dot, left the room and walked to King Felix's house, where they found Tot and the Queen surrounded by a crowd of pussies. "'Oh, Dot!' cried Tot when he saw the girl. "'I held the grey kittens after dinner, and never dropped them once.' "'Was he good?' Dot asked Cousin Tabby. "'Yes, he behaved very nicely,' answered Cousin Tabby. "'We must now bid our friends farewell,' said the Queen, "'for it is time to proceed upon our journey.' So they returned to the boat, and all the pussies, headed by King Felis and Uncle Palladius, went with them and politely bade them good-bye when they were floating in the river again the queen asked dot how did you like the pussy-cats they're lovely exclaimed the girl i should have liked to stay all night with them well i wouldn't rejoined the queen the last time i passed the night in this valley the pussies screamed so loudly in their midnight concert that the noise cracked my wax they're much nicer to visit in the daytime why is the king named Felis? inquired Dot after a moment's thought. Because that is the name of his race. All our names have some meaning in Maryland, answered the queen. I suppose your own name has a meaning, if only we knew what it was, said Dot slyly. Good gracious, cried the queen. Haven't I told you my name yet? No, said Dot. 
then i must have forgotten that you asked it it was very stupid of me and i assure you i didn't mean to be rude then her majesty turned to tot and asked how did you like the valley of pussies fine said the boy the kitties were soft and fuzzy and the bread and milk was good but the doors he added solemnly are built too high to be exactly comfortable end of section nineteen